fight every battle all the time in your fight mind. Fight every battle and all the time. Hey, 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 hey. hey what? Who are you? Peter Baelish, I'm you. No, I'm me. No. I'm Peter Baelish. No, I'm Peter Baelish. You don't know me. Yes, I do. No, no you, you don't. don't. Sansa. Chaos is a ladder. Winterfell is mine. Does anyone else think Alfie Allen deserves an Emmy? Oh, do you think you, you like him too? He's quite good, isn't he? Yes, he is. His performance when playing Theon to playing Reek in an instant is phenomenal. Oh my god, yes. There are spoilers for Game of Thrones Season 7 in this podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema or television. It's 2017. With little to no knowledge about it beforehand, my name is Scott Martin, and there are things that money can't buy. For everything else, there's the other half of the program, Oliver Deer. Hello. I'm that, I'm that second half to that quote. Yeah, because money can't buy you, Ollie, because you're a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, were you one of those kids? <laughs> I was a kid once. <laughs> I, this Mentally, is, I still am. This is something I've just, just had a thought about. Were you one of those kids, um, you had like a sandwich... <laughs> peanut butter sandwich yeah. in your lunchbox. Big fan. And like your your friends pressured you into just like sort of mushing it up into a ball and then eating that. No. Did you do that? No. Did you mush your sandwich up into a ball? I feel like there might have... No. Yes, you've done it. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, your friends did it and you... You What's wanted to do on? it too. I feel I've 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 you, you wanted know, to do it too. If I no, if I've uh, I might have had a sandwich at some point and it's um and it's and it's got all squished at the bottom of the bag. Yeah. But I've I've never been forced to scrunch up my own sandwich. Yeah. And eat it and eat it the, the size of a tennis ball. Why are you asking me this? Yeah, but you wanted to. No. <laughs> what is going on? Like, just imagine, like, there's no crusts, so it's just the white bit of the bread with the peanut butter in it, and you just like roll it up and like get your hands and like <laughs> sort of <laughs> sort of mold it like a like a bit of clay yeah. into a ball, yeah. and then eat that, like bite into it, and you're like, it's not, it's just the texture of the thing. It's not eating the thing anymore. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> you wanted to do that as a child. What admit it. did you? Did you do it? I did it once. Did you want to do it, or were you forced to do it? No, someone else did it, and they thought it was normal. And then I thought, <laughs> well, I'll try it, but I don't think it's good. Who's thinking that that's normal? I don't know. I don't know who it was, but someone did it, and they were just—they thought that was just what they did. That's how they ate their sandwiches. Okay. Anyway, I've had a thought this week <laughs> about. Hey, we're we're a podcast about <laughs> ignorance. Is this? Um, <laughs> And it's about the best way of experiencing movies. What's your favourite way to experience a movie? When you go see a flim, yep. what what are the conditions? What are your perfect conditions? Is it at home? Is it at the movie theatre? Where is it? Um, and what, what's going on? What are you eating? Like, are you eating anything? My perfect conditions would be um, very basic, I would say, in, in the middle of a theatre, okay. quite empty, you know, yeah. not, not to capacity. Right. Um, it will be in the cinema with a, with a big old bloody pop, popcorn. Yeah. And uh, and also uh, uh, probably a Coke. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not an ice cream man at the cinemas. You know that. You know, people were biting into little maxi bonds and um, what's it called when you've got oh, an yeah, ice cream I, but it's I, um, dipped a choc top. A choc top. Yeah. No, I don't like that at all. Oh, they're pretty good actually. I feel like you. I bet you've two, never had one. Two, I've had choc top before. Have How you? dare you? Oh. How dare you? Sorry, I assumed. I just don't. I just don't think of it as a as a cinema food. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, Take is that, two, is that all bi- this? Two bites into that, and you're done. You yeah. know, you got to have a you got a popcorn. You oh, yeah, have okay. lots of popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you if you're not eating all of it like I do, I'll I'll try to keep a little bit in there so we're gonna have it at home. Yeah, I understand. So it's more because like, popcorn you can eat through the movie. Chuck top you're gonna eat it like pretty quick. And you you bite into a chuck top and ah oh I got brain frizz. Yeah. Plus plus you might accidentally eat it during the trailers because you you'll just. You just get in there and be like, "Oh, oh. time to open my thing." Oh, it's an ice cream. I can't, I can't rewrap it. I've got to eat it now. It's gonna melt. Yep. And then you're not eating anything when you're watching the film. No, you you have to sit there and pay attention. Yeah. Like a goddamn Neanderthal. Yeah. So you like the cinema better than just doing it at home? Well, I watching feel a film well, at home. Well, I all appre- I'll always appreciate how the uh, the cinema has a better sound system than anything I'll yeah, ever have in my that, entire life. That's so good I'd, point. I'd rather watch that, but I'd have to be warm. You ever yeah. have a cold sin? Oh, yeah. Cold cinema? Cold cinema, yeah. Oh, you're just spending your whole time thinking about how cold the cinema is. Yeah. How cold How cold your legs get. Oh, so cold. Yeah. Especially how hard if you're wearing jeans. Get. What? Especially if you're wearing jeans. Jeans are pretty cold for some reason. What do you think about drive throughs 
You mean drive-ins? Yeah, like drive. Yeah, sorry, drive drive-in cinemas. Because um, that's what I was going to say. Is my answer was I love the drive-in. Yeah, big, I love it. Well, I've never actually. You never been there? No. Where, Uncultured. Where I'm, where I'm from originally. Yeah. Um, they had one. They had one for, and it was only until about a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it was one of the last standing working ones in the Southern Hemisphere or something. Now yeah. it's gone. I, I think there's. Watch it anything. The screen is still there. I've seen it. I've seen the screen. Okay. And it's well, sort of sad. Do you want no, no, I mean in the, the screen in, in where oh, you're yeah. from. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, they, not, not they haven't got rid of like the posters and stuff. Yeah. So you're driving past it and it's like a glimpse back into 2013. Yeah. Because it's got like, the, I think it's got um, Catching Fire, but right. the, the, oh. the Hunger Games That's poster crazy. for Catching Fire still it's, there. It's a Segway course now. Like you go, you rent a Segway. Yeah. Another thing that will die out soon. <laughs> yeah. But I love a drive through Yeah, you have your own car, uh, personal space. Yeah, true. You can bring you, in your KFC. If you've got a good car sound system you've got good sound now hang on a second does your car get like plugged into something yeah you you have to free tune your frequency Whoa, to really? the yeah i honestly didn't even i've never thought about what yeah. the sound would be like in a car like i'm pretty sure you might be able to tune into it from like anywhere or like if you're close enough but that is you mad. won't see it you'll just get sound that's really cool, actually. I've I've never thought about that. Yeah. So Apocalypse Now would be a good film to watch because that's a really good. You can you tell that story with the sound. How do, how do you like best like watching horror movies? Uh, by closing my eyes uh-huh. and falling asleep uh-huh. and not being conscious when a horror movie is nearby, uh-huh. so I can just avoid it at all costs. I'll tell you something crazy. Yeah. I... Please tell me. Oh, I'm desperate for you to tell me what what this crazy thing is. Well, it's not crazy. Uh... You just said I'll tell you something crazy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a little bit crazy, but then you just hyped it up a bit too much just then. Uh, <laughs> Guys, um, unsubscribe from this podcast if this is a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pressure's on. Here it is. Yep. I'll watch them by myself. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you have that was, I off? mean, that was the big part. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I, I watch it by myself. I turn off the lights. I think the best I make way... sure to have a spooky uh, ambient sound effect YouTube video playing on in the background the whole time. Three hours, you know? Yeah. Well, I've learned because because I don't have people to watch movies other than you, and you don't like horror movies, yeah. so I can't watch a horror movie with you. So I, I my only choice is to watch them by myself. That's really sad. But, now that you're mentioning it like that. Well, sure, but like you've got to turn off the lights, pump that sound, oh, nice, and you've just got to watch a horror movie by yourself in the dark because it scares you so much, and that's what we that's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean. Uh, it's so it's so terrifying. Does anybody does anyone prepare? Sorry, prefer to uh, to watch it with with the lights on? No, and I, I want to know like do windows people... open. You've got your kids running outside, making screaming noises. Uh, like, I think it's pointless if you're watching it in the daytime with like noise going on yeah. or anything. Even if you're no forced to watch to something in the daytime, like I did with Hush, yeah. made sure everything was closed, lights yeah, were off yeah, and yeah. all. You've got to be in that environment. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundo. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> That's a good thought, Ollie. Is that your thought? Or do you have more yeah, to think no, about? Yeah, no, I was just wondering, because we're, we're a podcast all about how do you watch movies good. And I'm, that's, what <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm telling the audiences now. I'm saying you've got to just watch them mm-hmm. like like how we said. <laughs> yeah. Or do, yeah. do what you prefer. This entire podcast is all about um, a, a, an objectively better way of watching films. Yeah, objectively. So, yeah. Um, okay, but if you're going to watch horror movies, watch them by yourself. Uh, turn the lights off. See how much you get scared. Turn all the lights off. Dun, Wait, dun, is dun, that dun. is now, oh, wow, now was wow. that right or was it turn the lights on? No, it's off. Oh, because it could no, be on. T Pain's in the club. Yeah, but like, turn, but he doesn't want to see everyone else in the club, so he's got to turn the lights off. Like, right. Excuse me, DJ. She just turn the lights off. I can see everyone. <laughs> what are we doing? Tyler, the creator there with See You Again from his album Flower Boy. It came out this year and it is seriously one of my favourite records of this year. Ollie, what's your favourite TV show? Well, I have several favourite TV shows. Yep. Game of Thrones Season 1. Yeah. Game of Thrones Season 2. Oh, good season. Game of Thrones Season 3. That's probably one of the best Game of seasons. Thrones Season 4. That's alright. That's okay. Game of Thrones Season 6. Oh, you missed one. Yeah, 5 was okay. Oh, like, wow. It wasn't Ill, Brutal. It was probably, it's probably the worst... Season was that of Game because of, of the introduction of the dawn? Oh yeah, that's right. That was that season, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, but it also had hard home. Very good. Anyway, today on the ignorance of this podcast, a first, we're talking about a television show uh, rather than a uh, movie show. Yeah, so that's right, baby. Game of Thrones is tends to be the exception because it's so, it's so like a movie. Yeah, it is a movie. It's like a, a long movie. 
Oh, it never ends until like, it does, and you cry. In terms, in terms of quality, it is very movie-like mm-hmm. in its budget. Um, season seven's just happened. That's right. Yep. Um, Dunzo, all finished. Yes. Now, so the experiment we've sort of gone with is: can I watch a season of Game of Thrones, and you also watch the season of Game of Thrones? Yeah. And we've been doing that for a couple of years strong now. Yeah. Us both watching it. Yeah. Between episodes, obviously, yeah. uh, for everyone who watches Game of Thrones, now I would recommend not listening to even this discussion if you don't watch Game of Thrones. It will be the plot will be lost on you entirely, yep. and it will spoil things. And yeah. Game of Thrones is the number one. Don't spoil this show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, for the rest of this yeah. episode, this is a, going to be a very, very, very spoiler-heavy discussion of season seven of Game of Thrones. Yes. So in between every episode, um, there are promos for the next one. That's right. Um, just like 30 seconds. Just a little TV spot. Little, little ad. Yeah, just shows you a couple of clips from the next episode gets you excited for next week. A couple of voiceovers as well. Yeah. A couple yeah. of great sound effects of uh, footsteps. Yeah. So usually usually we'll both watch, we'll watch the trailers yeah. leading up to the season, which are always highly anticipated, and the trailers are usually always quite good. That's right, they are. And then during the season, we'll also watch the promo for next episode all the time. So we'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. I want to see what's going to happen next week now. Like, because like sometimes the episode will have to end on some sort of cliffhanger and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. What's going to happen? Now, for me, I always forget about the uh, the promos in between episodes. Yeah. So I'll, I'll watch the I'll watch the episode and think, oh, shit, I have to wait another week for the rest of this. Oh, my God. And then it will come to me like two days later. There's technically still 30 seconds more content out there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. I finally get to figure out what happens to Brienne. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna have a little experiment to see who who liked the season better or who liked some of the moments better. Yeah, because um, me going through not trying to avoid any knowledge about the next episode or any of the future episodes as possible, but you will you will watch the promo and look up some of the discussions based on what people think is going to happen. Yeah, you're going into the next week knowing some some of the anticipations or the hype behind each episode. Yep. I thought we'd open with the the, fir- the first trailers, the two two trailers released ahead of the season that show you what the season's going to be like. Yes. And very well-made trailers. Oh, they're beautiful. Very well-made. And they are very good because, like we say, Game of Thrones, you don't want to spoil anything. They're very conscious about not spoiling anything in these trailers and and misdirecting yeah. a lot. Yep. So the the first trailer opens with Cersei... Um, that's, that's, that, now that's where the amazing footsteps come into. Yes, it. you were talking about amazing footsteps and sound before. But those echoes, <laughs> those echoes, you know. Mm. It opens with a little uh, narration of Cersei saying, um, "We have enemies to the east, to the west, to the south, and the north." And a comp- when she says all those things, it shows you a little clip of who her enemies might be. So, yeah. uh, to the east, we have enemies to, to the east. Shows shows Danny coming from Essos. We have enemies to the west. Shows Euron coming from. The Iron Islands on his uh, all his fleet, fleet with all his uh, ra- all the uh, pirates, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have enemies to the uh, the south. I don't know who the south showed. Maybe, uh, maybe the Dornish sisters and like yeah, um, yeah, Elena possibly. And we have enemies to the north, and it shows Arya because, as we know, Arya is supposedly coming to kill Cersei because she's on her list. The last one, I think, on the on the list, and the mountain. And the mountain. Yes. That's right. Yeah, but the mountain won't die by Arya's hand. Will, oh, why is will that? He because he will die by the hound's oh. hand in in the event known as Clegane Ball. Do you mm. actually want to explain what Clegane Ball is? No, I think viewers should look it up and appreciate the hype for themselves. It's basically it's just the ideology be- behind the two Clegane brothers fighting. It's something I believe in heavily. <laughs> anyway, th- that misdirection is really good in the trailer. She's saying enemies to the east and showing Euron. But Euron is not, from the first episode, is not her enemy. He becomes her ally. That's right. So immediately you you are thrown off to that conception. And the first episode, you're finding out about that and you're not really aware of it. Um, and she's also saying to the north, we have the enemy in Arya, who's coming to slice Cersei up. Oh. But we Graphic. we figure out quite early on in the season, that's not Arya's goal. Yeah. She actually heads to Winterfell. About halfway through, she changes her mind. Yep. Goes home. Goes back to Winterfell. And they didn't show any clips of Arya at Winterfell. I double-checked all these trailers to see, like, if any characters were going to be in places you didn't know they were going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it did... It, there was one clip of Bran in Winterfell, and it was very quick. 
that you, was underneath you, the tree. Yeah, he's sitting next to a tree, and you can see a maester standing next to him, so you know he must be in some sort of civilization. Yep. Um, good, good eye. Yes. Your third eye. Three eye raven. <laughs> it's it's Pete. Ah, yes, the three eyed raven. There very nice. Very Thank nice. You. Thank you. Yeah, so I've, I've noted here, no spoilers of reunions between the Starks. Yeah. So that's good. But it was heavily, um, like, uh, wanted by a lot of... And there was a, there was a magazine cover, the Entertainment Weekly, mm-hmm. had all the Stark children on the cover, and people were thinking that was a hint. Oh, okay, right. All of them, all um, four of them. Does you, having seen that, made you think that it was they were going to yep. reunite? Yes. So did you think prior to the season they were all going to reunite? Yep. Including Aya? I figured that there must have been a way. Okay. Um, and the, and also in that, uh, also in that cover, she is wielding Baelish's dagger. Oh, really? So okay. a lot of hype around that because that, like, if it was just the cast, yeah. you think, well, of course they're going to be on the cover together. They're the stars. Yeah. But because there was a little hint there, people were looking more and more into it, and then they started wondering if there was going to be the reunion. And um, you know, you know that um, John and Sansa are already together, and Bran's heading his way home anyway so it was completely possible right so that's interesting i because I, so I, I was looking forward to it i was and i was expecting yeah because <laughs> i did not um didn't know that they would be reuniting i thought Arya would be heading towards king's landing the whole time and there was another shot actually in the second trailer where they show you king's landing yep. and then they show a picture of Arya looking into the distance like a close-up of Arya looking to the distance, right. which leads you to believe she's looking at the castle. Yeah, okay. And so I thought that was quite... That's clever. It's so, yeah, they did a lot of misdirection like that, putting characters where they weren't actually to mislead you into thinking what their arc would be that se- this season. So I thought that it's really good, the misdirection. But I think the main thing that I benefited from not seeing the trailers is I had no clue where locations were going to be set this season. Oh, okay. So... Yep. I had no idea. Um, I didn't know that there would be any any confrontation at Eastwatch or beyond the wall. Okay, didn't know about any of that. They did show that in the trailers. Yes. And you did you know that eventually they'd be heading to Eastwatch or beyond the wall? Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah of course. There yeah. was a, there was a lot of beyond the wall stuff yeah. in the trailers. Yeah. There was I'll, also like the shot of the of um, Danny's army like sizing up against the Lannisters like castle so I was like oh they're definitely going to actually yeah, get there yeah they they showed that and they also showed a bit of um, the loot train battle um, oh, yeah, yeah you don't actually see wh- who's fighting who but you see the Dothraki on their horses shooting arrows and you see a dragon flying over the Dothraki yeah and that's something I'm glad I didn't see because I <laughs> would never have predicted a dragon in battle this season for some reason like I just didn't. Yeah, okay. It just didn't cross my mind that dragons would actually be involved in all the war for some reason. I thought they'd just be sitting there because it's too hard to budget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got to prioritize the uh, the budget on the dragons this season, and they did. Yeah, yeah, and there was just like uh, I, don't, I don't know. There, there was a couple of shots of like the um, Jamie uh, reaching into this carriage. Yeah, yeah, and, and like reaching for some gold, so you can kind of like try to figure out if that's. Something because like that's not really in his character, so mm-hmm. you think that the maybe the Iron Bank would have something to do with any of this if you're really getting analytical, right? Which I was trying to when I was watching these for the sake of this mm-hmm. show, um, and I was also watching videos, so a lot of people actually started piecing together that oh, maybe really? the battle would have been between the Lannisters and the Dothraki over some kind of money trade, right. um, Iron Bank situation, and that's exactly what it came out to be. Yeah. Um, still like one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, amazing. Um, but just the confirmation of it, like it just didn't mean it was absolutely completely fresh. Mm. Like um, yeah, the, but it was the, just a theory. So of course you're right. You're not sure. Yeah, the moment I realized it was going down was they have this shot in that episode where it's just you see the hill, and then you <laughs> just sort of hear this rumble, and then figures start appearing like you're not even sure if it's figures for at first but then they start coming over the hill and it's this line of horses yeah, yeah. so that was really cool so yeah, yeah man that, that's a battle i never saw coming um was there any like major events this season you knew would be coming prior to prior to the season so um, prior to episode one starting were there battles you knew would be happening well there was two different battles that i that i knew about but i thought it was just the one based mm-hmm. on the trailers um, that was the the Unsullied and the Dothraki. Sorry, it was the Unsullied. Um, and they were like, they were, the d- big doors open and they start rushing in. Yeah. And there are red soldiers, so, okay, Lannisters. Yeah. And then there was, I, I don't know if it was in the same trailer or if it was in the second one, 
where um, the Unsullied are in their army formation and then um, the Dothraki run through and you can see Jamie and Bronn like looking, or maybe it might have just been Jamie because Bronn might have been a spoiler. I'm not sure if that was, uh, he was in there. Not sure. Um, and they were looking down, so that was like definitely taking place in the same space. Yeah. Um, I thought that was going to be the one. I thought they were actually showing footage of the Unsullied like raiding King's Landing. Yeah. But it turned out that they were, um, uh, what's the name of the Castle place? Castle Rock. Castle Rock, yeah. Were. So I knew that there was going to be uh, a confrontation between the Lannisters and Danny's armies, yeah. which was huge, clearly, yeah. and to be expected this season. Yeah. But um, it turned out I got double what I paid for because it was two different battles. Right. <laughs> and I'd, Actually, no, not really, because they didn't really show anything for the second one, did they? Um, You've never got to... They just stood outside the gates, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, with Highgarden, all you see is people, soldiers outside, and then you see cut into them having defeated the army. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is a bit... Actually, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> how that I think about it? They could have spent the bu- budget on a fight there. Ah, oh, these damn dragons. Yeah. They're taking all the money. That damn <laughs> Nymeria budget. Now, another one in terms of uh, where you knew characters were going to be this season. Now, it would appear at the very start of the season, maybe first two episodes, Danny has everything in her pocket. She's got mm-hmm. pretty much... Everyone united with her, except for Cersei and Euron. Like, uh, Highgarden sh- is showing her support. Sorry, the Tyrells. The Martells are also showing support. Illyria Martell. Yep. So they've got two armies just there. And then there's this... There's, like, you're led to believe there's going to be an alliance with the North as well. Whoa. But early on in the season, both the Martell and uh, Tyrell forces are quickly obliterated <laughs> very quickly within yeah. like the one scene that they're in pretty yeah much. um yeah so yeah. were you aware prior to the season they would not be ha- that danny would lo- be losing these armies well i knew that there was um i i knew for sure that the tyrells at least mm-hmm. because there was a shot in the trailer where um uh yara Greyjoy is saying we need to attack now and they have a wide before mm-hmm. that and you can see everyone that's like in the in the base with them and one of them was Olena mm-hmm. um but I didn't like for some reason I just I suppose I didn't really think about oh yeah that they're, they're gonna make like an army three times the size of what they actually have at the moment mm. I just figured it was gonna be the Unsullied and the Dothraki in the trailer they show Illyria Martell suffering like there's a shot of her like crying and mm-hmm. and I was wondering whether that would tip anyone off that she's not going to be just willy-nilly commanding her forces or she's going to end up in the hands of someone else yeah she's going to be betrayed somehow yeah I suppose I I mean I saw that there was um in the trailer there was a shot of Yara and Illyria totally making out and uh later on there's a shot of um Euron like taking over a ship yeah and like explosions like it it was not passive it was a definite like a shit that was going down there yeah and you know you know that Yara travels by uh travels by sea mm-hmm. so you think oh okay um potentially something's going to happen right. here i didn't think that that was going to be the moment where she got like captured and that's why she doesn't show up in the rest of the the trailer mm-hmm. um i've already forgotten her name again alaria <laughs> alaria well i keep on Al- trying to i think s- it's alaria alaria martel Oberyn yeah. is there um <laughs> <laughs> i remember him yeah but yeah like um so that was that was somewhat kind of presented to us yeah. as well. You can kind of piece those together, um, but again, it's a it's good that they didn't like. Uh, it, it wasn't overt. It was there were hidden yeah. shots within the trailer, and and it was dispersed as well. Even yeah. if there was, um, you know, because they're not going to show, they're not going to show in the trailer shots of Danny next to the table talking to Tyrion, right? Which was a lot of that this season, yeah. Um, so, so what they did have the capacity to show, they had to really split it up and they did the best thing that I think that they could, yeah. which was to really like, don't say yes, Yara is on this boat, but also you just kind of think, well, she's most likely on the boat. Yeah. Right. Um, just again, if you, if you just tuned in on nation, we are talking game of Thrones season seven spoilers, please turn away now if you don't want to listen. Yeah. Um, now one of the, the things we find between me and you that the, the main factor that affects us liking it more than the other, is often expectations. Yep. So, um, with one of the promos, the the last promo for the final episode... Yep. Um, Which I've seen seven times, yes. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> now, this promo t- 
teases basically that there's going to be some sort of uh, siege on King's Landing. Yeah, that's the impression I got from the promo. Yep. There is the unsullied forces outside the gates. I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, Grey Worm's looking all, all, yep, that's the all, first all brooding. And the impression is very much that people are outside the gates. And even, um, I think Jamie was looking out over yeah. the forces. Yep, yep, yep. I guess the question is, were, did you think there was going to be a, a major battle that episode? Because there wasn't. Yeah, I did think there was a battle. Right. Um, Before, before the episode air, I said to you, in our private conversations, not yeah. on the air, and I said it to my dad, who's a big fan of Game of Thrones as well, yeah. that I bet my life that Grey Worm is going to cock it yeah. this, this episode. Um, the reason why I thought that was because Danny needed to lose somebody. They needed to have some shit kind of going down at King's Landing. Grey Worm is there, and Grey Worm is the one character that we know that's part of the army. The right. one character yeah. that we know <laughs> is going to be in the battle. Yeah. So I was 100% dead set on it. Right. So yes, I expected there to be a war, and I expected there to be casualties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there wasn't. There was no, no confrontation at so all. So were you, you disappointed by that? The thinking, because like battle episodes are the highlight episodes yeah. of Game of Thrones often. Yeah, it was. But like, because you're, the whole, I mean, you can argue that the whole Danny's storyline in general has been very slow. Yeah. Going from place to place, recruiting this, saving slavers over here. Yeah. And it took six seasons to get across the sea. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah. then, so I was I was kind of not even sure if I was going to actually see a Lannister a Targaryen battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I now that I think about it, yeah, I guess I am a little bit disappointed that it wasn't the full forces of both sides. Yeah, I mean it would it it would uh they got, would yeah. Danny would have to lose I think for the plot to continue. Yeah, it, so it makes sense that there wasn't really like a massive. Battle. So there was a couple of teased and two of them happened. So yeah. three teased and two of them happened. Yeah. Which is more than... Like, again, I'm just going back to my word. Like, I'm thinking, <laughs> like, actually, yeah, that's... We did see it, and and, uh, and if I think about it, I'd think that Danny's storyline is slow, so I shouldn't have expected it. Mm. But then again, it's like, well, they have to show something, because yeah. they got to fill up this time. And now that she's over there, she's got to put a foot down. I don't know. Like, there was just... Um, I think it was what I expected... But uh, it's not what I wanted it to happen. Right. Okay. Because I was I was stunned when they opened the final episode with it. It opens with a shot of Grey Worm. Yep. Looking sullen, and then unsullen. Yes. Dude. Yes. Unsullen. <laughs> and then it cuts to the massive forces. Cuts to Bronn saying, "We need more oil for chucking on like you know invading forces." Yep. And I was like, "Holy shit." <laughs> I didn't know a battle was going to happen. I, I just thought they were coming for a meeting. I thought yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be a little preface conference. I didn't know. Well, the, she. I mean, she would have had to have brought an army. She's going to King's Landing. Yeah, like yeah. there has to have been some kind of uh, preparing happening there. Yeah. It, so, so I was surprised to see all the forces there. And I mean, it does. It, all that happens is they have the meeting. It goes on for quite a while. It's a long episode, and then they just leave. They're back at Dragonstone with no. Yeah. No issue. <laughs> yeah, and very quickly as well, mm. wasn't there? Yeah. I, it makes sense. Like, the forces are outside, so that if shit does go down, they can invade. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, with the track record that the Lannisters have, you would expect Danny to expect that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, can I just say something that happened in the trail? I'm not sure if yep. you're going to, like, present this to me, so I just want to put okay. it out there. Um. Because I watched the, the final trailer so many times, I was really looking forward to seeing how the moment occurred in which Theon... Because you can see Theon next to the beach and dropping down like he's exhausted yeah. or is really, really injured. Yeah. Um, I was really excited to see what was going to be happening there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you expect the worst. You know, you could argue that Theon's just been a punching bag for the showrunners mm. and now it's difficult to punch him anymore so they just kill him. So I was worried that he was going to die this episode. Right. Um. And I didn't realize until watching the trailers again with you earlier today that that shot is also in the first or second trailer. Yeah, it is released. Yeah. Um, but and this is great because I was expecting this to be a bad time for Tyrion, uh, for Theon. Yeah. Um, and it was. He got the shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the actual moment that was presented, the one where he kind of drops onto his knees, is a really beautiful 
moment in which he like he's returning back to the sea mm-hmm. you see him like he's goes yeah, down, yeah. He, he gets some salt water and he chucks it on his face and it's just after he literally killed someone yeah he did, did he kill that he killed, person he kills another guy yeah he kill another a Greyjoy yeah as well and they're all just like standing there just the other Greyjoys are just like looking and being like yeah fight 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 yeah and then Theon wins um, against all odds, and then they're all just like, "All right, I guess we're following Theon now." Yeah. So now he's back into into control, yeah. and he goes over to the sea and starts washing his face. And I was just, I was, I was sure that that scene was going to be <laughs> really brutal for him, and it, and it was, I suppose. But that actual shot really like took me the other direction of what I was expecting. Yeah, that was a that was a very cool shot and a cool scene. I thought. Yeah, because I was I was like the. Is he dead? Because there's another person in that shot. Yeah. And he's not doing anything. So like, he's just kind of like Theon, standing next to the boat. Yeah. Theon, he, he hasn't done much for a long time, but I think he's finally sort of being like, I need to be a man. I need to grow some balls. Ha ha. Nice. Very <laughs> good. I mean, Alfie Allen is such a, a great actor. Is just such a terrific performance oh, all yeah. the time. I, I honestly think that he, he deserves he an deserves Emmy. He deserves an Emmy. Right. Yeah. A big Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> now, some, we, me and Scott always check afterwards um the online reddit discussion based on the episode and without fail yep in within the subreddit there will be maybe one or two posts with does anyone else think x is an amazing actor or it does it deserves an emmy guys does anyone else think that we should all give a round of applause to lena headley or whatever her name is for her amazing performance as cersei this week oh wow yeah really good did you notice that time when she was talking to jamie and she like touched a ring on her finger or something wow what a performance she really <laughs> deserves an emmy <laughs> fuck off and that's a that's a actual genuine pet peeve yeah like that yeah. pisses me off every single time it's the first thing i do after episodes oh who's getting the praise this week yeah oh it's aiden gilgen <laughs> <laughs> as, as Littlefinger, well, what a performance. He really, really deserves an Emmy. Yeah. Oh, did you see the way that Alfie <laughs> Allen, uh, he changed characters in one scene. Oh, my God. He changed from being Theon Greyjoy back into being Reek. Oh, and it was instant. Yeah, because he changed his facial expression. What an Emmy de- Oscar-winning performance. We were joking you could, before the episode, just Give pick this a, man pick- a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> you could pick a random actor and just, before the episode even yeah. finishes, just say, does... Um, am I the only one who noticed, yeah. or am I oh. the only one who wants to give praise to um, Lena he- Headey this episode? Guys, Sean Bean's performance in this episode <laughs> of Game of Thrones deserves an Emmy, yeah. I'll tell you what. It'll get upvotes, because people upvote anything. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> now, one final thing I wanted to ask you. Okay. I think this is a good one. Notoriously, at the end of episode five, this ragtag team of... Oh, of just random oh, Game of Thrones baby. characters assemble and are heading out towards Beyond the Wall on yep. a mission. Yep. The most random people. You've got Jon Snow, the Hound, Tormund. Um, you got your Beric. Beric and Thoros. You got your Grey Scale. Yeah, yeah, you got Jorah. Like, when did you think these people would ever meet? And on top of everything, you've got Gendry, who just got introduced that episode. Yep. We're, now, in the trailer, you can see there is a group. You can see, like, there's a group of people in a circle. You and can it's a, count the people that are there. You can count the people. Yep. Who the hell did you think those people were? I would never have thought... Okay, spoiler alert for Game of Thrones Season 7. Mm-hmm. Another reminder. I would not have personally guessed, oh, that person there that I haven't figured out who it is, maybe that's Gendry. What a <laughs> meme. Gen- the big Gend is yeah, back. Yeah, I bet it was someone joking. Oh, what if it's Gendry? But here's the thing, Ollie. I watch a YouTuber um, who who kind of like analyzes trailers like this and right. stuff, and he suggested that in fucking book two of whatever series, probably a Game of Thrones series, probably the Song of Ice and Fire series, mm. that series probably. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that the character by the name of goddamn Gendry Baratheon wields a motherfucking axe that is like a like a not like a sharp axe, but like a oh, bludgeoning okay. axe. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone said, oh, if you pause it at this exact moment, it forms the shape of an axe. Maybe it's going to be one of the... Uh, I shouldn't say the word axe. That doesn't seem right. What is it? It, it was a, a warhammer. It's a, a hammer. A hammer. A hammer. That's what I mean. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the complete opposite of an axe. You know, like just a, <laughs> just a bludgeoning weapon. Oh, this... But if you look here, it kind of makes the shape of a, a little bloody hammer. What do you reckon, guys? Yeah. So it was in my head. It was thinking, what if it's really? Gendry? I would wow. love it. I would love it to be... And it was. So that was a little bit taken away from me. Right. I'll admit. <laughs> I would never have guessed it myself, though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're the trailer editor of this, 
you would not be thinking that someone would pick that up either. No, no way. I mean, but like that's the one character that people were like figuring out who it was, mm. except for Beric because he's got the the I yeah mean, yeah the and they they, sword. they showed Beric with a flaming sword in the just straight up and uh, like yeah. Yeah, ignites right in front of him. Yeah. So okay, it's definitely him. It's definitely <laughs> Jon Snow. And who's this wielding hammer yeah. person? Because they, they can't use much footage of that episode because that, that was like probably one of the best episodes of the season yeah. in my, oh, yeah, yeah. objectively <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion but like because it's this ragtag team they don't want to show you that they've assembled people they can't show Jor- Jorah for instance yes that's because Jorah has grayscale at the start of the season and is in the citadel he's, he's locked getting, up he's getting cured and now he's at the wall fighting zombies how did that possibly happen yeah. in the span <laughs> of three episodes <laughs> yeah so yeah, I, I, it's it's fun, interesting to know what you thought because I I did not expect any sort of Avengers team no. to go, and I didn't even know there'll be a Beyond the Wall stuff. And no. it was, and you clearly knew that because there is clearly Beyond the Wall stuff. A lot in the of trailer. Beyond the Wall stuff, and I knew I knew that there was going to be this ragtag Avengers. Yeah. Um, but the question was, who's it going to be? Who who are they right, recruiting? Right. Is it going to be the Hound? I don't mm. know. What do you think? Who who do you think which of us liked the season better? I for like loot train battle and beyond the wall episode had no idea those were going to happen. And like I knew battles were going to happen this season yeah. because yeah. it's been it's a season seven. Danny's in Westeros now. It's going to be crazy. What about John and Danny? You you were expecting them to meet and become allies? Definitely not. Wow. I've always thought I don't see how people assume they're going to get together because no, I not like sexually. Did you did you expect them to meet this season? Um, maybe meet. Yes. Yeah. But okay. Not. Not anything else, because I was like, no, it's too perfect. Like yeah. it's too it's obvious. Too fairy tale. It's too obvious. But- oh, guys, it's a song <laughs> of ice and fire. You're right. Now the ice is snow. Yes. And the fire is the dragon. Guys, spoiler alert: John fucks a dragon in this season <laughs> of Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, I I didn't think that would ever happen. But I think the way they've done it is very good. I like the way that they 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 made them not become super allies straight mm. away. Um, I did I did read somewhere that, like, one of the actors was like, yeah, and they get together and you can tell instantly they click and they're on the same page. And I was like, that's not what happened at all. No. Did, are you reading a different script? But yeah, like, I thought it was, like, it was really terrific how kind of cold they were at first and both of them try to mm. assume dominance over the other, especially Daenerys, who's just saying... I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm the queen of whatever. And then it's just Davos going, this is Jon Snow, he's a good boy. <laughs> and Jon's like, yeah, I'm a good boy. That's basically all he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I just say also, one of my favourite aspects of this season, before we talk about who really liked it yeah. most, just the fact that they they know that this series is coming to an end soon. There's only a couple more episodes left for the entire series. Mm. It's just the weird positions that these characters are finding themselves in I now. Know, yeah. There was a shot with a couple of the characters behind a cell and they were starting to get this Avengers team happening. Mm -hmm. And I looked over to you and I said... Just look what's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> you've got you've got Jorah the Explorer moment just just hanging out with Gendry yeah. and Jon Snow. Yeah. There's the bloody hound across the room. Yeah. And the, and he's hanging out with his best friend Beric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Tormund's in there as well. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Did you ever expect Jorah the Explorer to be hanging out with Tormund? No. What the hell? <laughs> that was my favourite part, just seeing, like, yeah. who's going to meet this episode. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favourite things, when you see characters that you would never have imagined yeah. ever meeting. And even the characters yeah. that you do expect to meet, it's just so satisfying to see yeah. on screen. Yeah. You've got Cersei for the last six seasons just calling this Targaryen person from across the river a total bitch. It's like, this absolute <laughs> bitch is hanging out, and she's, yeah. she's eyeing my throne. And then she's just sitting there, and then suddenly Drogon just drops down. Mm. First dragon in the dragon pit for centuries. Yeah. Like, of course you had to expect that to happen, but it's just weird seeing it happen. Yeah, very strange. Man, it's, very it's, satisfying, it's getting so good. <laughs> Six um, episodes left. That is mental, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Six episodes. less. <laughs> uh, just over half a season to go, We're, basically. But they're talking about um, spin-offs, spin-offs. Oh, yes. Prequels. Oh, someone give me a... Uh, Hey, someone give me a um, Robert's Rebellion. Hey, someone give me a, <laughs> a Mad King Ares Targaryen. Hey, does anyone else want to see a, like a like a Smurfs kind of series starring the children of the forest? 
<laughs> hey, can someone... Do you think it would be a good idea to pitch the life of one one the giant that died during yeah. the Battle of the Bastards? Yeah. I feel like that's what's happening at HBO right yeah. now. <laughs> Literally right now. They got four, they got four spin-offs and George R. R. Martin's writing two of them, I think. That was the last, that. last I heard of it. Well, anything to get him off writing The Winds of Winter, I suppose. <laughs> So I'll give my consensus for not watching the trailers this season because it was it was a different viewing experience personally for me. Not yeah. not not knowing any of the locations, not knowing where characters would be, ever, like never knowing because people could fast travel so quickly this season. <laughs> yeah. There was so much like there was a lot of time and ellipsis going on. Like they're in here, they are right in King's Landing, and in a couple of seconds they're up at um, East Watch at the wall. Yeah, and it's great, and it goes super quick. And so it was enjoyable in that aspect. Like I'm very ignorant, and it was surprising to see some of the elements. At the same time, one of the best things about watching Game of Thrones is talking about it with everyone else. That's and, a very good point. And checking all the Reddit threads afterwards, and seeing all the funny things that people posting in the, between the weeks that it's airing. Yeah. So you can, and you can, in that sense, can like look at the promos and and buy into all the speculation because these trailers and promos are set up by the by HBO and to purposefully lead you into one way of thinking so that they can trick you in the episode. They're very yeah. good at that. Just like the the Theon thing. Yeah. Just like the uh Grey Worm standing in front of his army. Yeah. All of that. They're very good at that. So very smart. I did enjoy some of the surprises but at the same time I understand how it it's also very satisfying to be misled so badly by a trailer and then have the payoff in the episode. And and what about your sense of community? Because like you yeah, said, it's like a good it sense a... of community. It's a good community talking about it. But do you feel like you lost a friendship or anything <laughs> this this year saying, hey man, did you... Oh, like, oh man, the new trailer for Game of Thrones just dropped. What do you think? And you have to say, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I am uh, doing a podcast with uh, four listeners a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I had no pre-season. Like the good part was I had no pre-season hype because I hadn't seen trailers and I only remembered it was coming out like two weeks before it actually did. Yeah. So in that sense, it's good. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't have to think about it half yep. the year. <laughs> so who had a better? Who had a better experience? Who do you um, reckon? Well, you said you're disappointed by a couple of the the misleads. Um, you maybe knew a couple things. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. No, absolutely not. And I still think that the trailers were... I don't think it's the trailers' fault that that Danny didn't actually infiltrate King's Landing this season. It's nothing to do with that. That's just an expectation that I had, and that wasn't met. So it's nothing to do with the, the, uh, the promotional material this season. That no. wasn't promised. So the prince that was promised. No. Um, but there was, you know, I... I still feel like I walked out of the season thinking, like, oh, uh, you know, nothing big happened. Nah. No deaths, really. No deaths. The one death I can think of is Peter Baelish. Yeah. Re- may he rest in peace. Um, Ollie's favourite character was Peter <laughs> Baelish. So this I really was like very Peter emotional. Baelish, but I'm pretty sure, because Arya might steal his face, technically Aiden Gillen might, might be back. <laughs> yes. We'll see. We'll yeah. bloody see. I'm Do you th- think that Sansa will let Arya tear off someone's face? <laughs> Sure. Like, why not? Hey, that's the, he was my friend, technically. Um, <laughs> you can go ahead and literally carve his face off and yeah. wear it. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Silence of the Lambs over here. <laughs> oh, he makes a reference. Oh, a reference to a movie you've recently Finally, seen. I can do it. Yeah. I can make the reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Cool. The other death with Elena, Tyrell. Yeah, that was really can't, sad. Can't and think of many others. Oh, and um, Sam's uh, dad and brother, which aren't major characters. No, uh, not even a little yeah. bit. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of death next season. Good. A lot of it. See, and next season will go down as, like, yeah. the best, yeah. the, the ultimate. This this season was almost just like a setup season. Isn't it's that a setup crazy? for the final, uh, final stuff. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Imagine the budget next season. Oh. That's why they got six episodes, yeah. to get all that budget in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, I give the season a bloody... I give it a D. Not my favourite season, but I loved it. High D. Um, now, is it a D or a high D, Ollie? You do this every week. Oh, that's week. right. That's right. Okay, yeah. It's Virgion HD, high distinction, but it's only a distinction. Yes. I'll put my hand up and say the same thing. And the that trailers way. can have a HD because I think they're tailored to actually not make you spoiled. That's right. Like, they, 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 they cut things out. They Photoshop things out so you don't realise it. Yep. Which is really good. And I will also agree with that. I'm, I would also would have given it a HD. Yep. All right. Well, bloody, let's play a song. Okay. I love a song. How about we play one of the best songs ever written? Objectively. Objectively, the best song ever written. <laughs> this is a classic. This is Everybody Wants to Rule the World 
by the amazing, phenomenal band Tears for Fears. That there was objectively the best song ever written. <laughs> that was Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Great. Ollie, we've got time for one more bloody game. Right. How about it's this game? Morally. Morally. World's worst game. It's time for pet peeves. <laughs> It's time for pet Not peeves. Not really a game, is it? More of a Scott needs an outlet to <laughs> release his frustrations with things. I should have done. I should have picked the other thing because I've already released my frustrations. You have, yes, a we couple released... a couple times already. This yes, episode. we were talking about the the uh, actors in Game of Thrones getting super praise. Um, so I hate it in Flim. Yeah, where a character is being chased by B character. Okay. Okay. Yep. Get an A character and then B character. Yes. yes. Thanks, man. Um, and A character runs, looks around, and B character's chasing. Yep. Run, run, run. A character like stops and like goes behind like a tree. Yeah. Or something, or like goes into a trench. Yeah. And then they go, <sighs> and then they look up like a little bit to the left or something, like just a little bit in front of them, and the character's like there standing. Yeah. How the fuck did they get there? Yeah. This it's happens a, in everything. It does. It's a break of immersion because it's it can't happen. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's but they they didn't get around the character. They basically teleported directly yeah. in front of them, and it's like oh well, I'm just right in front of you now. You know, it was literally that simple. Just oh, I'm 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 a hundred meters behind you. Yeah, and then you take two seconds to start breathing, and suddenly I'm not I'm not closer to you. I am in front of yeah. you. <laughs> How the fuck did they get there? <laughs> Now I found I found that this is an actual an actual trope that yeah. is an, a thing, and I was really happy to because normally I have a lot of trouble finding out if what I am ranting yeah. about is just me or if it's a thing. But this is a thing. It's called off-screen teleportation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rightly so. As you can expect, because it's a lot to do with chasing, mm. it is a horror movie trope up the wazoo. Oh yeah, horror movies definitely. So an example here: Have you seen Jason X from no. the Friday the Thirteenth no. trilogy or whatever it is? It says here Jason X used it extensively. Jason almost never walked into a room; he was just there. <laughs> <laughs> or worse, sometimes he appears outside the one exit room when the victim walks in, taken to ridiculous heights in the first major gun battle, where three soldiers with Full auto rifles unload on him, never turning away. In the split second of darkness which comes with them accidentally shooting out the lights, Jason is gone. <laughs> See, that has nothing to do with Chase, but it's just physics completely out the window. A yeah. character just has the ability to teleport. No good in a horror movie, because with a horror movie, you're supposed to set up boundaries and laws so that yeah. people can actually be frightened. Yeah. Not oh, this person can now teleport. You just yeah. you're, you're, They're going to die then. Yeah. Teleport inside the room yeah. that the person's in. Um, but that's not just a... Like, this is an action movie thing. You'll see it in... Like, I feel like Harry Potter's done it. Yeah, yeah. Something to do with a werewolf in one of the really older movies. Oh, sorry, yeah. like the Sorry, the newer movies when they're older. Right, they're, they're, like... they're walking around the tree. Yeah, and yeah. then and then suddenly... Bam, that that one makes sense. Like, it's the same... It's sort of the same thing, but it makes sense because he, he's just walked the other way when they weren't looking, when they weren't looking yes. at him. Yes. Yes, fair enough. Um, but I got another example here that's okay. not horror movie. When Ray and Chewbacca uh -huh. are in, um, they're they're escaping the exploding. Um, it's a what's the Death Star? But it's not the Death Star. The Star Killer. The Star Killer. Hey, did you know that it's called the Star Killer because that was the first draft last name of Luke Skywalker? Right. right. Did you know that <laughs> the um, in the um? Oh yeah, sorry. Did you know? In the 2008 video game Star Wars The Force Unleashed, the, la the, the main character's last name is Starkiller. This is in reference to the first draft of, <laughs> of A New Hope. Yeah. Um, so Ray and Chewbacca escape the Starkiller. So they just wounded Kylo Ren. You know, um, yep. he, he shoots the crossbow thing at him. Yep. And they quickly run, run away into the woods. Suddenly, their way is blocked by Kylo Ren with his lightsaber ready. For right. action. How did he get there? This man's can't fly or teleport. Force jump man. He force <sighs> jumped. All that way. <laughs> That's the explanation. And I and I don't know what 
this is in reference to, but the, the caption here underneath the website says, considering Kylo Ren's parentage, this seems to be a family trait. <laughs> so maybe something Han did in one of the older movies had him literally teleport in front of someone. But yeah. I just don't know. And you, again, I say this every week, but now you will start to realise it. Yeah. And oh, yeah, definitely. Because especially it, in those bloody horror movies, you watch them with your lights yeah. off, your lights off, your strobe lights dimming a little bit. See, I don't watch good horror movies where yeah, well, <laughs> where they acknowledge physics as a law. That's because true. It, I, I don't think Hush did this. I, I really think that yeah. it got away with it. Because the reason it's it's scary if you don't do that is because, okay, like you say with Jason, if you're watching that door, you're watching the door intensely because you wanna, you're want to. you waiting to see him come through. It's one way. It's yeah, a one, it's one door. way. So you're watching it, and every time they don't show the door, you're like, ah, go back to it. I want to make sure I can see what's going to come through. Mm-hmm. If he's just in the background in the corner, yep. that's no fun. You've been cheated. Or if you're just shooting at him with you with your loaded rifles, yeah. and then you accidentally hit out a, a light, and then it, for some reason the light comes back on immediately. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened in that movie. <laughs> um, and then he's just gone. It just makes you get really... Oh, I just hate him. And then if, if the character says like a little quip, that's what really puts the nail right. in the coffin for me. Like, right. you can't get away from me that easy. Something like that. Oh, yeah. It's not good. I went through a wormhole to get here. <laughs> I can't get away. <laughs> All right. Hey, that brings us to the end of another episode of Ignorance Is This. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very um, much, guys. We hope you've enjoyed our Game of Thrones discussion, and we hope that we haven't spoiled any um, viewers that are just listening in on Nation. We're very yes, sorry. Yes, also, yes, Also, if you didn't know that... Um, Kylo Ren is Han's son. <laughs> well, it's been two years, so... Nah. Well, um, if you guys want to get in contact with the show, you can do so via Gmail. Hit us up with ignoranceisthispodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and share our posts, facebook.com slash ignoranceisthispodcast. And follow us on Twitter. We just went on a following spree, didn't we, Ollie? Yep. Uh, you can follow us at ignoranceispod. Yeah. Also, check us out on YouTube as well, but we can't change the... The, uh, the URL so you can find that through those other things mm-hmm. Ollie as always we finish the show with um, a little bit of a haiku we do this because it's our favourite thing in the world mm-hmm. I didn't realise it was my favourite thing until this show started yeah. and now it's my favourite part of every show okay because you were ignorant this week not me you've written yeah, I've a written... glorious now, haiku I haven't written a haiku I've written a poem well I just said it was my favourite part of the episode <laughs> I'm behind the desk and we're done here Good night, everybody <laughs> I've written a poem. <laughs> okay. Um, it's okay. So it's about Game of Thrones, and I'm titling. I'm giving the poem a title. Oh wow! We're going to call new. it um, villains. Some villains of game. Villains of Game of Thrones and yep. their and their deaths. Yep. Okay. okay here we go. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Ramsay loves his doggies, and died serving his beasts. Baelish owned a brothel, and died on his knees. <laughs> Joffrey loved torture. And suffered torture's embrace. And because Ollie was a wanker, he died blue in the face. <laughs> oh, n- very good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>